desk brings you exciting and practical tips for improving your virtual teaching and virtual learning experience. Hello and welcome to the Virtual Education Support Center podcast. This is Dr. Amy Lynn, the director of VESC. I am here today with Kate Glass, who is a learning experience designer at National University. Kate is someone I've worked with closely as I've worked in North Central University as a content expert. Kate has a background in instructional design and is currently an NCU doctoral student in instructional design. Kate, it is so great to have you here. Can you tell us a little more about yourself? Thank you, Amy. I do have a passion for leveraging innovation to increase instructional effectiveness and learner performance. I provide effective consulting and design assistance working with faculty and with those subject matter experts using strategies that define opportunities and solve problems to navigate student challenges through innovative approaches. Looking forward to this today. Kate, you're underselling yourself. She's all that and so much more. (laughs) After three years of writing courses with Kate, I can speak to how talented she is, not only uh, talented in her design, but talented in the way that she works with others and helps to make the course as wonderful and as engaging as possible. Today, we're going to talk with Kate a little bit about how she does that. And part of the process that she uses is called empathy mapping. Can you tell us a little more about empathy mapping as a part of design thinking? I'm glad that we started with that design thinking. So design thinking is a process for creative problem solving. It's a human-centered core. It encourages organizations or universities to focus on people that they're creating for. When you sit down to create a solution for your needs, the first thing should always be, what's the human need behind it? So design thinking can help your, your organization, your university, by first making it better to understand the unmet needs of the people that you're creating for, the students. It also can help to reduce the risks associated with launching new ideas, products, and or services. Uh, So if I had to describe design thinking, it's made up of six main phases. There's the framing a question, there's gathering inspiration, generating ideas, and making ideas tangible. And then finally, test to learn and sharing the story. Empathy is a critical part of that human-centered design and is the most useful at the beginning of that design phase process. That sounds great. Tell me more about why empathy mapping is so important. Empathy is a critical part of the human-centered design. So empathy map is a visual that captures knowledge about the user's behaviors and attitudes. To create an effective solution requires understanding the true problem from that person who's experiencing it. The exercise of creating a map helps participants consider things from the, uh, from the user's perspective, along with his or her goals and challenges. Some benefits include better understanding the user, distill information in one visual reference, callouts of key insights from research, fast and it's inexpensive, And it's really a common understanding among teams. So it's pretty uh, simplistic to implement. When do you actually use the empathy maps? I like the quote, if you design for one person, we design for no one. We should use this process when we want to capture who a user is. This can help us to categorize your knowledge of the user into one place. An empathy map is a quick way to illustrate your user's attitudes and behaviors visually. 
And what are the steps that you use to build this empathy map? Empathy map is made up of four steps. The first step, you want to establish the focus and goals. Who is the person for the map? You can do this by summarizing individual situations and roles. Ask yourself, what is the desired outcome? What does success look like? Step two, capture the outside world. Ask questions like, how does she see? What does she do and say? What does she hear? These questions can help focus on what, the influ what could possibly influence her. Step three, explore inside the mind. This is the thoughts and the feelings that are internal to the individual. What does the success and failure look like? Capture those frustrations and challenges and obstacles that stand in our way. And finally, step four is summarizing and share. Have participants share their thoughts on the experience. Ask how it changed their perspectives and or if it uh, produced new insight. You want to be sure to capture this information. So for anyone that's wanting to use empathy mapping or integrate this into their approach, Kate, what are some effective tips that you can offer? You want to focus on the goals. Who is the person, who is the person for the map? So some tips. Don't get hung up on what goes where. Is it in the right quadrant? The goal isn't to correctly classify the information. It's to identify with the user. You want to also adapt your situation and your needs. Make whatever changes are needed to ensure that the outcomes are useful and the session is productive. Sounds like a wonderful process. I, I love hearing about what's going on behind the scenes as an instructional designer, Kate. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you, Amy. At the end of all this podcast, we ask the same question. Can you fill in the blank? I used to think teaching and learning online was. Now I think online teaching and learning is. Ooh, this is a hard one, but I know how much online learning has impacted me as a learner. I know that I knew the benefit of getting my master's and later on working towards my PhD, and I, I saw the value of it, but I just didn't have the time to be able to go to the brick and mortar. And with being, you know, having small children and working full time, online was an option for me. So I'm very passionate about uh, wanting to benefit yourself by going back to school and just what the benefit of an online experience can be through education. So, so I trust you're having a wonderful experience at NCU, <laughs> Kate. There, there are times I would rather not be working on the weekends when it comes to papers. But yes, I, I think that this is something too. You get a different appreciation through the process um, as an online student. So Sure, I'm sure. And probably a lot of feedback that you can share with us from the student perspective that would even be beneficial to the empathy mapping. And I've always told you this too. I know that like I do take the lens of the learner and that's the perspective that, I, that I'm, as I'm going through the content, that's what I'm always thinking about. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us today. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on VESC. This is Dr. Amy Lynn. Remember, learning is right at your fingertips.